For the month of August, we thought it would be fun to share with you some of our top podcasts. These are podcasts that either have been the most downloaded, the most requested, the most searched, or the most talked about. They're all podcasts that I think are going to be valuable for you as you get ready for what's coming in Q4, getting ready for the holidays, getting things in order. So whether you have listened to all the podcasts before, I hope you'll re-listen or listen to the first time and let me know if it's one of your favorites or some of your takeaways. If you'd like to join us inside the Retailer's Inner Circle, that's my monthly coaching group. This month, we are spending the whole month getting ready so that we can enjoy Q4 doing what we do best. So set it and forget it so that we can enjoy selling, serving, doing, being, teaching, whatever it is that we're doing in our shops without the stress of running around with our head cut off and not being prepared. We set revenue goals, we attach marketing plans to it, and we just get it done. That's what we do inside the holiday boot camp in August. Now is the time to get that done. And so you can see your sales escalate in Q4. So if you're not a member and you'd like to be, please check the links in the show notes, reach out to us, wendybatten.com. Jump on the list. We are doing regular invites this month to the retailers inner circle. And if there's lots of interest, we'll make sure we get you in. We don't want to leave anybody behind. We want you to be prepared as well. So that's what I'm doing this month. I'm hoping that you will enjoy the Encore series and today's podcast, which we have got for you. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Today, we're going to talk about math and metrics. Don't tune out, I promise. I'm going to share with you a little confession, a confession of mine, uh, and I'm going to share three metrics that you should be measuring and that you should know and be able to rattle these off just at the drop of a hat. As soon as I ask you, you should be able to say, yeah, here's my three numbers. And metrics are confusing. Data is important. We know that. We can't grow what we don't measure, but there's so much to know and there's so much to do and it's not so much fun, right? Math is not as much fun and looking at all the data is not as much fun as ordering and merchandising and talking to our customers, but it is the meat of our business. And these three numbers are a great place to start. There's lots of other numbers we should tweak and work on and measure. However, these are three numbers about your sales that you should know. In retail, we hear a lot about traffic, conversion. You know, we hear a lot about, you know, sales and all, you know, that's what, that's the meat and bone of our business. But there's so many numbers we feel like we should be looking at. There's so many things, you know, profit and loss, balance sheets, all of the things, all of the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it, right? But that is important. And this is how you're going to grow and see that lifestyle and the profits and the paychecks that you deserve because you're working so hard in your business. So my story is that these three numbers, I didn't, again, I shared, I didn't know that even existed. 
I had my first business coach ask me these numbers and I started crying. And this is a true story. I was sitting at um, a table. The big, the first part of the story is I couldn't find a business coach. And when I finally narrowed down and I found, um, I started, you know, asking around and I finally found somebody to kind of help me with the money side of it. And uh, Ron was sitting across the table from me and he's a wonderful man and he's super patient and he's super kind and he used to run retail and now he's, you know, he's an economic coach and, and he's wonderful. And he said, okay, well, let's start with the very basics. And he asked me these three numbers and I had no idea. I had been in business for two and a half years. I had no idea. I, my shop was busy. I was making money, making money for the shop, but I didn't know where it was going. I really just started crying. And I was a grown woman who's not prone to crying a lot. I'm emotional, but I'm not crying a lot. And I'm getting emotional even talking about this because I really didn't know. And he was so kind. And he said, you know, he put his pen down and he's like, okay, let's start earlier than that. <laughs> let's start with what do you know? Like what, you know, and what, you know, we kind of, he was so kind about it. We broke it down even simpler to me. But the three numbers, and you know, and he said, once we start working on these three things, everything is going to change for you, Wendy. And he was so right. He was so right. He like it was so, and so I'm here to help give these to you. Those, you know, those metrics and the numbers, there's lots that we need to know. Revenue, profits, profit margins, all of the things that you probably do know. And that's, you know, how much money you made last month, how much you hope to make this month, our profits, our expenses. We've been talking about that a lot on the podcast, but actually looking at measuring some KPIs. I did not know what that was. Do you know what a KPI is? It's key performance indicators. That's what KPI means. Those of you who are listening that are inside my inner circle, we have an entire uh, module on, you know, basic KPIs and the understanding of that. Or if you're in my Retail Made Simple course, we go through all of the KPIs. But if you're just wondering, you know, what, what you should measure, the first three, the first three that we should look at, the first one is just basic foot traffic coming into your shop. <laughs> Isn't that silly? You know, I was never measuring that. And I mean, I say it's silly because... You know, my shop wasn't hundreds of thousands of people coming in the shop every day. I had, uh, you know, a, a, a 1,200 square foot store. Some days were busier than others, but I wasn't measuring that. I had no idea how many people were coming in my shop. <laughs> I had no idea. How do you measure that? Where's that report? Where do I find that? I didn't have a fancy POS system. And he just, you know, Ron just looked at me and he said, Wendy, you just count. <laughs> And it's so funny because now I help retailers figure this out. So foot traffic is a, the first really important number that we need to know. How many bodies and people and customers are coming through the door? <laughs> it seems silly, right? It seems silly like to, you know, not know that number, but I didn't know it. And maybe it seems silly to you that I'm asking you to figure that out, but that's literally our traffic. If you're an e-commerce website and um, that's all you're doing, you'd be looking at your statistics on how many people go to your website, right? That's how many people are coming through the door of your website. Well, as a brick and mortar, as a retailer, we want to know how many people are coming across the threshold, how many people are walking in the door. And it's a really simple, it's our customer traffic. That's what we, that's what it is. That's our traffic number. And the reason we want to know this is because let's say 10 people are coming into our shop 
a day or a hundred people or whatever. I'm using 10 for an easy number and two are buying, two are leaving with something in their hand. Okay. So 10 people are coming in and two are leaving. So we need to, you know, we're going to start measuring that. So foot traffic is the first thing and it's silly but it's easy to measure. Uh, it's not always easy. I, I'm, that's not true. I'm going to, I'm, I'm lying to you. <laughs> I'm not trying to lie to you, but I am. So we do this manually. You can track it at the counter. You can have a little piece of paper. You can keep track, have either somebody at the counter that's in charge of that, or it depends on the size of your store and the situation. But you know, when you have a big crowd, you have, you can estimate, you know, on Saturdays, maybe it's crazy. My Saturdays used to get really out of hand, um, in that, you know, I, I'd, I'd be like, the store would be just full. Again, we were 1200 people, 1200 square feet, but there were times where, I don't know, there were, you know, there might've been 40 or 50 people in there on a Saturday. Um, or maybe I just had three people, but whenever you have big crowds, you do more of an estimation. So after the, like the big rush, you guys know what I mean, right? You know, when that big crowd comes in and everybody leaves, you're like, whew, Take that minute and just estimate how many people came in. So this isn't rocket science. It's not going to have to be, you know, specific real data. This is just going to help you. There's a lot of things that you're going to use your foot traffic data for. But basically, it's we're, I'm, I'm going to tell you how we can increase our sales. But basically, it's also going to help you figure out what days of the week are busy. And we keep track of that, right? So on on our um, closing, and for me, this is how we did it, on our uh, when we would close up at the end of the night, part of our data retention was foot traffic, how many people came in the door today. So that really helped me when I would go back and I would look and I would say, wow, Tuesdays are really busy. Like we're a lot busier on Tuesdays than I thought. So it would help me with scheduling. It will help you with how many uh, people to have on, whether we're going to open, like, you know, nobody comes in on Monday morning. So maybe we're not going to open Mondays or whatever. That's how we build our schedules. That's how we plan ahead for our business. That's how we plan for profits and marketing. And I'm going to share that a little bit. I'm going to pull it all together for you in a minute. But so then the second number that we really need to know is our conversion rate. I don't know what my conversion rate is. (laughs) And again, this wonderful man helping me, Ron said, Wendy, you just need to, you know, how many people are buying when they come in? Oh, I can figure that out. So you might have a POS system. If you have a POS system in your shop, it's going to tell you how many sales you did today, right? So you know how many sales you did. So if you have your foot traffic number and you have your sales number, you know how many people bought today. So if you had 10 customers in the door and you sold to eight of them, you had an 80% conversion rate. Isn't that simple? It's such a simple number. And you're probably wondering, like, why do I even care about these numbers? So let's say your number is seven. So I actually just worked with a client a couple of weeks ago. Again, I'll try to put this all together and make it. It's really simple. She was averaging an, uh, a number coming into the foot traffic wise, how many people were coming in, and she was converting at only about 60%. So 10 people were coming in, only six were buying. Well, how come? Why was that? Sometimes we might have retail businesses that are like walk by, you know, those shops where people just come in and leave, come in and leave. You know, they're not a destination or they're not coming with purpose. A lot of you have destination places or you have shops that customers are specifically coming to. If people are coming to your shop, they kind of, you know, they have to park and come in and they're there and they don't buy, something's wrong, right? Like, I mean, if 
conversion rate is low. Not that it's something's wrong, but how could we improve that? How can what can we have for them here? What was missing? What's our sales like? This is where we can tweak our numbers. This is how we start dialing in a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of marketing and a little bit of sales and a little, you know, we start tweaking the numbers. Well, what are we doing wrong? And we go through our merchandising maybe. And what what can we do to tweak that number to get it a little bit higher? So my customer went from a 60% conversion to an 80% conversion rate within like two weeks, I mean, really, really quickly. And the reason that she did that or the, or the how that she did that was she started, um, well, measuring, first of all, we started measuring this. And then she realized, you know, she started having conversations with people, unscalable conversations. You can go back and listen to our podcast episode on unscalable conversations, just dialogue with her customers and, you know, what were you looking for? And then she started training her staff a little bit better on selling. She moved her merchandising around, made things a little bit better, she realized her customers were looking for more grab and go and bundles and she just started increasing all of these things and you know what people were leaving with products in their hand so her conversion rate went up so her sales went up right i mean obviously if you work really hard at getting your foot traffic in they if they come into your store the next that's that's not the end of marketing <laughs> marketing you know you've got them in the door and now we have to continue our marketing and service into the store this is where we put in place things like you know greetings of customers and all of these things and again inner circle members that are listening we have all of this inside our retailers inner circle um, it's also uh, a module inside my retail made simple course as well um, which is coming out in june I'm calling it summer camp for summer camp for for business owners um, is our retail made simple course. But if you already know these things, if you already understand the value of conversation with customers, maybe it's time to teach it to your team. If you're not, maybe it's time to just amp it up. Maybe it's time to come back to your store standards and making sure that you know we're making sure that we are having conversations with our customers and making sure we're serving them and selling them what they want. This is how our conversion rate increases. The next number that we need to know, the next KPI, key performance indicator, the next metric is our average transactional value. So again, if you have a POS system, an updated, you know, a good POS system, you're going to be able to look and see what your average sale is. This is a really great number to have. And again, being able to rattle off foot traffic, customer conversion rate, average sale, this is your traffic conversion and sales conversation simplified, really. Our average transactional value is really just our average sale, right? So what is your average sale? Whatever that number is, it's our job as the CEO, as the head honcho, as the queen bee, whatever you are calling yourself as the boss, as the boss lady, as you might be calling yourself or man, you need to know what those average numbers are. And then we need to apply strategies and tools and whatever we need to, you know, uh, um, strategy, I guess, is really what I'm trying to say into increasing that number. So if it's, again, back to my client, if it's a $25 average sale or a $100 average sale or whatever your average sale is, if you just tweak that number a little bit, a little tiny bit, go up 5%, go up 10%, go up 20%. What would happen if every sale was $5 more? And again, I've, I've, I've 
taught this many times inside my inner circle and I, I coach my, a lot of my clients on this strategy. And I'm telling you, just increasing that a little tiny bit, you know, bundling products, suggestive selling, anything that you can do. And I mean, I mean that coming from a place of value with your customers, of course, but increasing that average sale is just a magic thing that will happen. It really is. When we hear people talk about working smarter, not harder, these are the things we're talking about. Knowing your foot traffic and then just tweaking your marketing to get more people in the door. Knowing your conversion rate and then just tweaking that, like just tweaking and doing a few extra little things. Sometimes it's just like pushing the gas or on something, like just a little bit more attention to this or a little more training or or paying attention to something, just that's all you need. And then the third thing, of course, the average transactional value, the average sale, just tweaking that a little tiny bit. It doesn't have to be rocket science. So there's three data numbers, three pieces of the math puzzle that nobody wants to talk about. And again, back to me not knowing those three numbers, magic did happen when I knew those numbers. When I started applying just little tiny tweaks. I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't go crazy or anything. And my, I see this with my clients every day, like every single day. If you know, you know, they, they tweak their foot traffic, meaning they need to bring in more customers in the door, just a few little marketing tips. And they usually apply my five-part marketing strategy, which is in my Foot Traffic Made Simple course. That's my uh, mini workshop. If you uh, need that, we'll link that in the show notes for you. But just tweaking your foot traffic, just a little tiny bit, just getting a little bit more attention. And, you know, I don't mean the more social media. I mean, just doing what you need to do, maybe just freshening your window up or collaborating with somebody or just there's just simple things that we can do. There's so many, I, I could go down the whole foot traffic, <laughs> the whole foot traffic rabbit hole. But again, I share all that inside my foot traffic made simple course, but truly, truly, truly increasing your foot traffic just a little tiny bit. Then your customer conversion rate. So when they're in your store, what can we do to increase sales while they're there? What conversations can we have? What can we bring in that's different? I work with a inventory uh, matrix. <laughs> Side note, I can never say matrix, so I just said it twice. So there we go. I always mess that word up. But, you know, having the right mix of inventory on hand, and that might be what's missing. Um, in true confession, when I did my whole reevaluation of these three these three numbers, how you know how did I convert people? My inventory was a mess. I didn't have. I had like high end and low end. I had some DIY. I didn't have. You know, I was not making it easy for my customers to buy from me. And when I paid attention to that inventory mix, um, using a, a, a matrix of pricing and and types of of, of inventory. I saw a world of difference. And I do, again, see this with my retailers as well. So again, and then with the average transactional value, the average sale, there's lots of different ways that we can increase that. Again, like bundling products, suggestive selling, just all kinds of different things that when we get our customers you know, through the door, we work hard to get them through the door. So planning for that with your marketing and then planning with your merchandising and your inventory mix and then planning on your sales. You know, that's a skill as well too that we learn. Just little tweaks, little tiny tweaks will make all the difference. I wanted to share with you just an example. And 
I'll have this on the show notes. <laughs> My team will be listening and they'll be like, oh, how are we going to do this? But I'm going to have a little formula for you on the on the show notes because, um, and you can find those at wendybatten.com slash podcast. I'm going to put a little chart on there, a little formula for you, because I want to explain to you that if you have an average of 10 people, and let's just go back to that simple math, this is how it can tweak and affect you greatly. So let's say there's 10 people and seven of them buy and you have a 70% conversion rate and the average sale is $40. So that's $280 a day. Okay. Simple math. You know, and most retailers leave it at that. Well, we, we, we average 10 people a day and about seven buy and my average is 40 bucks. That's good. You know, they are hoping, they are hoping that that continues. They're not planning for, for growth or change on that. They're just like, well, it's 10 people came in and seven bought about 40 bucks what we sell. That's like literally the conversation I have with so many people. But if we apply a little bit of strategy and we apply a little tiny bit, we push the gas on the marketing and we get five more people coming in a day, just five more people. We strategically look at some marketing, some, we go through the five part marketing series. We strategically apply it. We have five more people come in. That's 15 people. And then what if we put in some little, just little simple things and try to get our conversion up, right? That's, that's when we're trying to get our customer conversion rate. So the number of buyers from that foot traffic number, right? So if we go from 70% of them, you know, seven out of 10 come in to what if we switch it to 80% and we start watching those numbers and we start tweaking them. It's very exciting, by the way, when you're watching those numbers and they're going up, it's really exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's like, oh, we're up 5%. Yay. You know, it really does matter. So if that person goes, oh, let's say we go up to 80%. So now we've got 15 people coming in the door and 12 are buyers now. Huh. Now, what if we increase our average sale a little bit? What if we tweak our average sale? What if we bump that up? So instead of our average sale being $40. What if we bump that up to 50? Well, so we've tweaked the traffic, we've tweaked the conversion rate, and now we're going to tweak the average sale. Well, we've just gone from $280 a day to $576 a day. Now, again, these are just <laughs> random numbers. Yours numbers might be three times, five times, a million times higher than that, but I just wanted to keep it simple with 10 people. So we've gone from you know, oh, 10 customers a day, seven coming in, you know, seven buying and, and 40 bucks an average sale to 15 coming in, 12 buying and increasing the sale to 50 bucks a sale. And just that little tweak alone, like that is worth thousands and thousands of dollars every month for you. It's just, it's magic. <laughs> Ron was right. Ron was right when he told me that. He said, you know, it's magic when you master these numbers. And I'm saying master, like it's some giant skill we need to learn. It's not. The skill that we need to learn is to take it to the next level of being the CEO and just, just learning a little bit of our math at a time. We don't have to know it all. We're never going to know it. I'm learning all the time. You're learning all the time. This might be old hat for you. You're like, what is this podcast even about? Of course I know these numbers. You might be in that class or in that camp of being able to rattle them off. I was once I learned how to do these, but I talk to retailers every day who don't know these numbers. They don't even like, again, like I was sitting at that table crying, 
I'll never forget that moment, to be honest. I never forget. And I'll never forget the kindness of this business coach that I, you know, was such a, you know, he was just a very important business coach. And he was just so kind to me and broke it back down again and again. And that is my mission is to help retailers understand and simplify things one skill at a time, one thing at a time. And if you do know these numbers and like once you start this is old hat now. You're going to be like, oh, foot traffic, sure. I know that. Customer conversion rate. Yep, I'm going to work on that. Yep, I know my average sale. And you're going to be able to rattle that off to me. The next step on that is tweaking it. It's like dials on an airplane. I often use the airplane analogy. You know, it's like we have the plan in place and we have we're on the plane and we know these are the dials. These are the these are the knobs. This is the lift and this is the takeoff and the flutter. The flutter? Mm, I don't know. Anyway. Side note, I worked for an airline for 15 years, so I should know, but the flaps, that's the word I was thinking of. So, you know, the the dials that we're, we're tweaking here and, you know, all of these things, that this is what gives you liftoff, just like a plane, learning how to dial these in, learning how, to, and this is your money, by the way, all of this extra profit, this is your money, this is your pay. When you're asking me, you know, well, where, you know, how do we increase sales? It's not just about more social media. It's not just about more marketing. Marketing is going to help if we need more foot traffic, but maybe we need to be concentrating on our conversion rate, or maybe we need to be concentrating on our average sale. This is going to free you up, my friend. This is going to help you see the big picture and know where you need to push the gas or turn the dials, right? So that we can get that lift off and things are going to be easier. I promise it is a little bit of a magic formula. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope it's made sense. It's hard to explain, (laughs) not math, but it's hard to talk about math and metrics. Um, Again, sometimes people say it's like the medicine of like, it's just not the fun, sexy stuff to talk about in business, but it can be. It's really, see, I'm all all excited now for you. (laughs) I'm all excited to be sharing this because I have seen this make a big difference. This simplified, just basic information that we all need to be able to rattle off. And like, you're going to be so proud when you can rattle off those numbers and know them and look at them. And this is the type of thing, by the way, that I do inside my CEO date every week. And this is the type of thing that I encourage you if you are wondering about a CEO date and what I'm talking about. We um, have shared that on the podcast before, and we'll share that episode in the podcast notes as well too. How to do a CEO date. Why? These are the things I do on my CEO date. When I look at my numbers, Hmm, I need to tweak that. What can I do? I'm going to work on my marketing. Now we'll figure out how we're going to do that. And by measuring these numbers, it's also going to help you be able to predict where you're going with your business. It all comes together. It's so amazing and so much fun. Um, So much fun. Listen to me. (laughs) Math is fun. Yes. So it is fun for me. It is fun now to watch retailers like myself who were in the same position I was many years ago, way back when, not knowing and then learning. And it does light you up and it is freeing and it is exciting to be able to do that. So I hope you enjoyed this and um, I hope that uh, you will leave it. Leave me a review on this on the podcast because it will help me know if this is a helpful episode, if these are the types of episodes you like to hear. I also would love to know on share with us on the Rockstar group over in my free Rockstar group called Rockstar um, Retailers. I just want to know how you're making out with this type of 
math, if this is something that's new to you, I love feedback. I love hearing um, if there's been any aha moments um, or if this has been helpful or you're like, meh, not really, but I hope it is. But anyhow, I hope you enjoyed today's show and I hope to see you next week. We'll talk to you soon, my friends. Thank you and have a fabulous week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.